in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunch it with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti. Black girl magic, melanin popping. Whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. I love that song. Hello, everyone. This is Ursula with Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I hope everyone is doing well. Did you all like that song? I love it. And you know the person. I can't tell you who it is now. But thank you all for tuning in. Oh, people are a lot of people already coming in. I'm loving this. But thank you all for coming in tonight. If you hear my voice right now, please like share this video with two people, two people, or start a watch party. And if you also hear my voice and this is on a replay, I want you to type replay in the notes. Tonight's guest is Derek Jones, and he's going to help us dissect the mind of Susie. Susie is Billy's counterpart. And if you want to know who Billy is, I put the link in the um, the thread and you all can go back and look. So we're going to go back and just give you a little history of Susie. And let me know if you know her or if you are a Susie. So Susie was a cute little girl. Her parents were around, but they one was always busy. And the other one just was not emotionally available. So what did Susie do in turn? She just felt herself. She felt alone. So she did things to soothe herself. And she always preferred being around strangers or other people other than her parents. And she never felt safe ever. And just, she, she just didn't have any closeness. So as an adult, it shows up like this. Susie looked very well put together. She had an extremely inflated sense of self. And she really relied on herself more than others. Because she learned that she couldn't depend on anyone. And meeting a man definitely was going to make her seem too vulnerable. So she was uber, ultra independent. And with that, she tended to dismiss any of her partner's needs. And she fell in love, but when she would fall in love, she would still push them back. Does this sound familiar? If it does, let me know. But what we're going to do right now is introduce our special guest, Derek Jones. Derek, I'm going to bring you on right now. I'm back. <laughs> Derek. So everyone, Derek, if you you should know by now, 
but he is a relationship life coach of the Relationship Gumbo podcast. Derek, tell everybody a little bit about yourself before we deep, really dive deep, 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 deep into the Let me see if I can get, if I can condense this down. I, I'm a relationship, I'm a relationship coach who just happens to be a, a, a 20 year NASA engineer. So my brain works a little different. So the way that I coach, it tends to peel back layers that you normally don't get to. So I do that. I do the podcast. Um, I just launched a, a social media platform today to, to um, kind of help people get the coaching and to be able to to engage each other. So it's kind of like a community. So that we'll talk about that later. But that's the gist of it. I just like helping people. Well, good. Can you help me for a moment? I sure can. <laughs> I'm running on Wi-Fi right now. <laughs> I'm being honest. Will I lose you if I plug in my Ethernet cord? Um, That's a good question. If you get off of Wi-Fi and plug in the Ethernet, I think you it, it's a possibility. Okay, well we would just roll with it right yeah, now. So far so good. It's not it's not choppy or anything on my end. It was on mine. Just it's let true. it let it um let it roll unless so anybody in your audience says something otherwise let them be your tech support, but for me it looks good. All right, we're going to roll with it just like Derek said if if the audio video if it's choppy just let me know and we will work with it. So, Yes, Derek, I want you to tell everybody about what you have going on with your new venture. We want to get into Susie. So you want you so let you want to talk about Susie now, right? First? No. Okay, you want to talk about okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, we want to go back because I believe for anybody to understand what's going on now in the present, you gotta go back a little bit, as you say, pop under the hood. See what's mm-hmm. going on, why it makes Susie's car run the way it does. So Susie, um, and that was a, a, a brilliant Susie introduction that you did there. Um, so let's give Susie some context, right? And those of you who who looked at Billy the last time, um, Billy became kind of a and I'm just giving like a little two second thing so you can understand how they fit. He's a predatory person, but he had, you know, he had issues and he, he became someone who you would deem a bad guy because of circumstance. And so he was, he self, you know, imposed was created into somebody who was devoid of like even caring about people's feelings. And he did stuff and, and he hurt a lot of women. Susie, um, Susie, like the introduction said, you know, she she wants love, but she doesn't know how to love. And this is the story of a lot of us. And so in our society, we build these fairy tales, even in 2020, even with all the what I call the whackness of how relationships are even done. Now, people still like if you look at these people that are like in their early 20s, they are having these whole YouTube pages together and they doing all of this cute stuff. So the, the fairy tale still exists and people still look up to that relationship goals and all that. We can talk about the, the pros and cons of even <laughs> what that is. But you grow Susie grew up with with wanting to have that fairy tale, but she didn't know how. Right. So what she did because she didn't know how is she met 
a man or two or three or five that she didn't realize were Billy. And when she meets Billy, she's going in. Even though she doesn't necessarily know how, she knows what the fairy tale is supposed to look like. So she goes in and gives it her all. But Billy, it's his purpose to destroy all of that. And so when you go into it with your all, Billy destroys it. Then you become something else because you're hurt, right? And when you're hurt, we all know in a perfect world, you would spend some time healing. Well, Susie doesn't know how to heal. Susie wants the feeling. Go ahead. Susie does heal, but it's disguised as coping mechanisms. Well, is that really healing, though? No, it's not. <laughs> it really isn't. But it, in her mind, it is. You're right. Healing. You're right. It's You're right. Avoidant, um, I mean, I'm not a therapist. But I've so 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 we're gonna touch on that in like in, in a couple of seconds. But because she's not healing the way she's supposed to, she does have coping mechanisms, and and this is all some real life stuff. Sometimes the coping mechanism is to be promiscuous, mm-hmm. right? Because at its core, the feeling of being with someone feels amazing, but you don't want to give your all. So you do little things so that you can get a little bit of it, but you don't have to totally commit. And so you go out and do these things to cope. But everything that you're doing, you're talking about soul ties. You're talking about taking little pieces of yourself. You're no longer that original version of yourself because you haven't taken the time to get back to who you are. So while you're doing all of this self-destructive behavior, Again, you're not the same person. So what happens is, is that when you do start to go out and try to, when she starts to go out and tries to date again, I, I, I'm going to let you do the, I'm going to yes, let you do the Kataya. comments. Yes. That I'm getting is, to that. I'm getting to that. It is. Um, so those are literally the next words I was going to use. <laughs> are you in my head? <laughs> so, so. When she does get back out on the dating scene and she thinks that she's ready, but we all know that she's not because she spent all that time doing all of that junk to try to make herself feel connected to something. When she meets her, when she goes out and starts to date, what she does is she self-sabotages something that could be good because, and this is the thing that a lot of people don't talk about. We always talk about seeing red flags but we never talk about seeing the green ones. And Susie assumed... Quick question. question. I'm going to give you my interpretation and you give me yours. When you said, no, she'll do things to Uh self-sabotage. In my mind, I'm thinking she'll nitpick at him. Mm -hmm. Um, She finds a lot of fault and flaws that Mm -hmm. are Absolutely. So minimal, not to invalidate what she's saying, but well, excuse me, how she's feeling, but it's just she's trying to get too close, but she has to pull back. Yeah. So let's so so I've I have personally met so many Susies that I can tell you personal stories about like literally I would be give us one. 
I know I'm not gonna give you all of them. I'm gonna give you one. I would, you know, you do what at least what you believe is expected as a man. You know, you want to try to be a gentleman and do do right by them and all of that. And while you're going through the motions of trying to show that you are worthy of her time and her space, she says things like this: "Some ain't gonna, some gonna go wrong. This some you too nice. This ain't nah. I don't." Why why are you doing this with me? Why 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 me? What makes me special? This 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 um language this this speaks more about you than it does about him. What makes me so special? You need to ask somebody what makes you so special. Think about that. <laughs> what is your opinion of yourself? So I've met several women who would say things like this like some make on something going to go wrong. I don't, I don't, you you took me out to this place. I don't know if I deserve that. Why would you do that? And it's like, stop, just let, just let it go. And it's like, they couldn't fully give themselves to the situation because they assumed that at some point you would be her past. And so what happens is when you deal with these traumatic experiences by being hurt by several Billy characters, subconsciously, you believe that that's what you deserve. That's all they know. That's all you know. You don't have a frame of reference. And if you do have a frame frame of reference of somebody who who may be worthy, you threw them to the curb because you didn't know how to handle it. So Takaya, if I can get into this comment right here, Takaya said, but with women like that, they don't have a great opinion of themselves in that respective that they shouldn't be dating, correct? You're absolutely correct. Let's be let's keep it real. The majority of people who are dating shouldn't be dating, but we do it anyway. <laughs> Think yeah. about this. This is how you know. How many girlfriends do you have that broke up with a guy and they had another one like within months and you know that they didn't take time to really <laughs> look at to really evaluate what happened. So we we all do that. And dudes, guys do it too. We just it looks a little different, a little more dysfunctional, but we do it too. We don't we don't wait. Who waits? Who wants to wait? I want to feel I want some hugs. That's now. what we that's what we do. Now I want it now. Want it now. <laughs> so so if your only frame of reference is the pain. Your only frame of reference is the Billy behavior. This is what you then sound like from your experience. Ain't no way I'm going to find me a good man. They're all Billy's. Self-destructive behavior. That's your personal experience, right? So, and we talk about that all the time. All men are dogs. We we, We talked about this last time. When you start talking like this, it's because your experience suggests such. And so what you end up doing when you throw these, what we would call, let's call them good men to the side, that good man is hurt by that. I need you to catch this because we're going to bring it a little bit full circle. When he's hurt by that, and let's say he meets a couple of Susies in a row, he then starts to morph into Billy. Goddamn Billy. He was William. Yeah, he was William when you met him, but you self-sabotaged it, and now he becomes Billy. And Billy is so hurt 
that he doesn't want to show any emotion either. And he is going to go out and hurt some other women because he doesn't even know what to do anymore. So now what you have done, notice the cycle. Billy created you and you created another Billy. And then Billy's mission is to go through life at least for a time until hopefully he gets some redemption at some point. He has to go through each situation, not giving his all because he did that with you. So you just created that situation. And so, and sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. You think you're protecting yourself. Oh, he looked too good. I'm going to let him buy me dinner because it's cute. And we just going to keep going the whole time. He's like, I thought we was going somewhere. And you like, you know what? I'm not really. Mm. And then guess what you do when you leave him? You go deal with another Billy. Times two. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say, every man I meet is bad. You're reverting back to what you know. So how does it look like? What, like, what does Susie look like when she's making very good salary and William is treating her so nice? Does she put that money over his head like as a... She can, right? Because um, we can't, we can't put... We can't put Susie in a in a in a small box because there's different ways that Susie can destroy a, a man that we would deem good. But the whole salary thing, and I talked, I, I touched on this last um, the last time. We really don't give a damn about your money like that. So when you do that, if he still pursues you, even though you're throwing it in his face, because this is what happens, ladies, okay. when you are broken and you need to prove how strong you are, you can't really do it physically with a man. So you have to put your resume in his face and say, well, I got my own car and I got my own job and I'm a strong woman and you not going, I already know all the game out there. I wish you would try to play me. Mm. Guess who likes that kind of talk? Billy. <laughs> it's broken behavior. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, because you're overtly trying to prove to me that you're good enough. Who are you trying to prove that to, me or you? Right. Because I don't give a damn. You'll find a dude making six figures dating a chick from McDonald's. We don't care about that. Mm. <laughs> Unless we're broke and we're trying to hang and sleep on your couch in your house. And you don't want that dude either. Right? So, so well, well, I'll take that back. Some of you do. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I, I'm not your judge. If you want to take care of a dude, that's on you. But I'm just saying in most cases, you want him to have his, you know, you want to have his stuff together. If you're of a certain age, if you 18, I get it. No problem. But just to bring this back again, the behavior that Susie does, whether consciously or subconsciously, she inadvertently destroys other men. She creates billies. She might even have a kid with a Billy. Catch this, guys, because we talked about this last time, too. If a Billy and a Susie mate and they have a kid, it's born out of dysfunction, and that dysfunction goes down to the kid. So now I need you to really pay attention to this. Your kid 
hasn't even met Susie yet. If it's a boy, he's already Billy before he even starts dating. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> he's yeah, already he's already it. damaged goods going in. Has no chance already, even before he came out in the world. Wow. And you take that Billy and you put him in a crew full of other Billies, they cheering him on. Like, yeah, go ahead, keep hurting him. Woohoo, get another one. And he's like, I like the way that feels. He yeah. hasn't even met anybody yet. He's just, that's who he's bred to be. He's tainted. He's already tainted. He's already in the same thing with Susie. If it's a little girl and she sees that dysfunction in the, in the description you gave earlier, she had a parent that wasn't emotionally or home or whatever. All of that stuff creates a pattern where now she has to go out. She's going to show everybody. This is what, what, what people fail to realize. The people that stick their chest out the most, those be the ones on the inside that's that's real. It's real jello-y and gooey up in there. And they just like, I'm, I'm strong, but I need to be held. I, I need to prove my strength, but I, I really would like to have somebody to come home to. Mm-hmm. You can't be both. <laughs> you can't say I don't need you, but I do. I don't want nobody to, to to be in my space, but I want somebody to hug. You, Susie, ends up in a lot of situationships. You know why? Why? Because Susie needs to feel. Susie needs to feel. She wants to feel like somebody's there, but she doesn't want to give her all. So when Billy says, this is what Billy sound like, y'all. I know y'all heard this. What do you, this is what you say to Billy, Susie, because you want to protect yourself. So what are you looking for? I'm not looking for anything right now. But if something happens one day, you know, it's, 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 it is what it is. But right now, I just, you know, I want to chill, want to sleep with you. We can do boyfriend and girlfriend stuff. And we'll just see how it goes. And then Susie says, so I don't have to commit, commit. I like this deal because I don't have to give my all. Cool. Susie don't only realize that she's a human being. Mm. We got feelings and emotions. And then you get caught up. And guess what? When Billy has ran his course. And guess what? You heard again, Susie. And then, and then what you're going to do when William comes mm. along. You're going to be like, and you're going to make William into a Billy because Billy crushed your soul. Wow. And it keeps going (laughs) until someone decides that they want to heal, that they want to make a change in their life and stop with this self-destructive behavior. And I I read somewhere where it's called uh, an avoided trap. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's the reason why it's called that is because you think that you're avoiding harm, but you're really running towards it. Yeah. So it's like a trap. So so here's the other thing that you need to realize too about this whole Susie thing. When she does the self destructive behavior, and Billy is doing his Billy, he's destroyed you, and you didn't, and you know, you got a string of them at this point. Sometimes it only takes one to just totally make you totally just hate life. Sometimes it takes about five or ten of them. Either way, you've allowed them in your space. And 
what what we don't realize when you when you take Billy and Susie and you kind of look down and look at the behavior. When Billy turns into William, even though like he has his redemption story, he's like, you know what? I can't be Billy no more. I got to I got to be I got to do right. Billy don't want Susie. I mean, William don't want Susie. You're damaged goods. So he's going to be like, man, she crazy. But what we don't realize as men is that we made them like that. <laughs> Somebody... you know that's a pet peeve I have when men say, and yes, before you say it, yes, it does come from a place. <laughs> yes, it does come from a She crazy. She's crazy. Now, uh-uh, no, man. Wait, hold on. Hey, Sabrina. Oh, she sent me a message. Oh, okay, I may have missed it. I will check back. Thanks for the reminder. But yeah, is it's easier I see for Billy to deflect off of him. Because the Susie's origin is either going to come from relationship hurt or some other trauma, maybe from her parents or whatever. Either way, we're going to look at her and say, "Damn, I don't want to wife that." Nah. I need to find somebody who has no Susie traits. We're looking for the the Holy Grail because that's wifey. You're going to meet someone that has Susie traits, whether you like it or not, because that's how the world works. Most (laughs) women have been hurt by someone. You're not going to find somebody without a blemish. So you you really it really takes healing on both parts before you can really get to a point where because it's nothing there's no such thing as like you we wanna we want somebody that don't that never dated a Billy before. It doesn't happen. Like it it could. <laughs> I would rather be with the William. So 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 this is the, the craziness of it is it's a it's a it's like a cycle of life. It's either, and this is what I what I was trying to say about Billy too and Susie. When you do this self-destructive behavior, because we can't call Susie innocent, because Susie at some point is going out and taking advantage of situations. She putting herself in situations where she may know that somebody may be liking her and she's still indulging because she wants to feel like she's around somebody. It's still self-destructive behavior on both parts. It just looks different. And when wow. you actually look at the whole life cycle of it. You're going to, if you really think you're going to meet someone somewhere in that circle, you're going to meet William. You're going to meet Billy. You're going to meet Susie. Some point in your life. It's just a matter of <laughs> at what point you're going to get them to. You might catch William before he turned into Billy. You might get him and everything cool. So uh, we, we said, let's read this comment. She said, Danielle messing me up over here, trying to finish my clinical notes and keep losing focus <laughs> with all these preaching. <laughs> because when I, when I really, because the whole Billy and Susie thing, right? It was just kind of like, at first it was like a joke. I just threw names out there. And for y'all black women, I love you. I couldn't name her Keisha because I ain't want nobody to come for me. So I had to pick some name out of the air. Who knew that they would get life like this? But <laughs> but when I literally, because you guys know I'm an engineer. So I'm thinking about like, okay, so because I'm thinking about my own story, which I, which I talked about last week. I was William. I turned into Billy and then I turned back into William. 
So I'm like, well, if I was Billy, what made me into Billy? And then I had to do some soul searching about what made me not care. What made me not give a damn about hurting someone? It and I went back from a place. Right, I went back and I remember how hurt I was when I was cheated on in three relationships back to back. And I was crushed in that moment. I could have taken some time to myself and I didn't. I went on a spree of not giving a damn and I was Billy. And now I have to now sit with my conscience and know that there's some Susie's out there that I made that's probably hurting some other people. Wow. And <laughs> and then men like me have a daughter. So <laughs> that's it. What, and so this is the other part. And I might have said this last week. When you do this, you never, and I will say never loosely, but you almost never get away from it clean. It's that karma thing. It's going to find you somewhere. It's it going to show up in maybe one of your kids. It's going to show up in a subsequent relationship that you think is good. And then that person hurts you. And then you're like, damn. Mm-hmm. And because we, because I said this before, we all know, you know, there's these families or people, or even maybe your kid and you, and that kid start acting a damn fool. And you're like, yeah, I earned that. Yeah, you earned the hell out of that. What you it said always, that. It, it, and if it doesn't come in your kid, right? Let's say you, as a couple, you you if your kid doesn't receive that gift of dysfunction from you, maybe that kid meets someone else, and that relationship creates a kid that's dysfunctional. Like you, it's the this thing like. It just totally blew my mind because I'm like, I know quite a few women that I've called crazy before. Oh, so and like I said, like, oh, you oh, know, oh, oh, and women, oh, oh. I so have. You, you one of those dudes that, oh, that's a trigger. Because I'm talking me. about, you know, the tire slashers and the and the oh. whole, you better not leave me or else. And, the, and, the, and I'm like, that comes from a place too. It does. Even in this psychoticness, they weren't born that way. So there had to be something to make them. Yeah. And that doesn't absolve them from, from the behavior, but I always think about the origin story. Like what made this person this way? I'm going to leave you, but I still want to, in my mind, I'm like, yo, something must've happened to her back in the day. And it was probably Billy. Let me tell you this story. So I will not say the person's name for my own safety. (laughs) She has some straight up abandonment issues. Okay. The way she grew up in it, everything. She ended up marrying an older man Mm -hmm. and she had her trigger was being controlled and she was nice. She really was a wholesome female. Well, her husband was emotionally abusive. And that's the trigger because she saw that with her parents. So he came home from the army base one day and she was watching TV. Mind you, she's already eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. He just walks in the house, no hello, comes in and he just changes the channel. So now they're going back and forth. And the last time she changed it, he swatted at her. Mm. and then he got up to go change it and as soon as he changed the channel 
she reached over, pulled out her pistol, and shot him in the thigh. She is now Susie. Now she's crazy. You get it? But he's been emotionally yeah. abusive, and it was a trigger when she told me this story, and she said all she could see was her father and mother. Now catch this. One last point. All of this dysfunction that Susie has, all of this relationship trauma that Susie has, you can't hide it. And because you can't hide it, you are prime candidate for being susceptible to Billy because Billy looks for wounded birds. Catch that. If you have not tried to heal, if you haven't healed, you're going to seek out things to make you feel better. You're going to seek out relationships that make you feel like you are a part of something. Situationships, fly by night, promiscuous. Billy feeds off of that. He needs you to be in that state in order for him to do what he needs to do to hurt you and then detach without any recourse like i said like a serial killer they get off on hurting people so i'm not going to as billy i'm not going to chase you down and it's hard to get you i'm going to go to the ones that are going to welcome me with open arms with the least amount of effort so that i can get multiples of you i don't want to spend too much time in one place and even if i do there's some kind of mutual benefit maybe you made me a a sandwich at 3 a.m. after the club and I, now you to go after the club girl. You accepted that behavior because you needed somebody to be there. And then when he decides that it's not enough, then you hurt again. Mm. So you either going to try to heal, you're going to retract, and now you have a lot of women out here saying, I will never be in a relationship ever again and I will never go out on another date and I'm just going to close myself off. Do you? <laughs> But if, like I, I, keep, I said this a million times between my show and this show, if you say those words and you go home and say, but I wish I had somebody, you're a liar. <laughs> Stop <Seriously>. doing that. <laughs> so v, uh, VB, she made a good point. Time to process is paramount. Yes, I totally agree. Is. Because if you do not, if you do not take that time, that time will take it from you and you end up wasting a bunch of time. I've been there. So Yo, I'm not I, wearing this shirt for no reason. Like this is, I live by these words. <laughs> you have to, you words. have to, exactly. <laughs> you have to, you have to, if you do not make yourself a priority, you, you, you allow all of the predatory, cause it, we can't say the world is just all nice people. They're looking for you. Because you're the lowest hanging fruit because you haven't done the work. And that is, and, and what happens is when you decide that you're going to allow something that doesn't feel right into your space, then, you all, then you're going to say, it was him. He's the bad guy. You have, uh, y'all, ladies, y'all have like a, 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 a doggone um, internal alarm system that y'all ignore called intuition. Yes. Yo, take it from a man. It's almost... Always right. I know it's a cheat code. It's almost always right. You know why you feel like it may not be? It's because we're trained to gaslight you and make you feel like like you're like you're crazy 
for even right. thinking the thing. So let me, uh, VB has a question. She needed a little clarity. Are all Billy's a result of encounters with the Susie? Some form of hurt by the opposite sex, whether it's their mom or trauma. So Susie is one reason how a Billy is created. The other reason could be he had a traumatic childhood. There's dysfunction with his parents. And so when he grows up and to get into dating age, he's going to do destructive behavior because he he's seen it before. So it's not always Susie that creates him. But in this particular circumstance, I'm using them together to illustrate it. But there's a lot of different other scenarios out there. This is just focusing on this because I know a lot of people fit into these categories. Like probably most of us, we either. And and if and if you've lived your life and you've been an innocent person and and you've never been hurt, I'm not talking about that person. (laughs) You hopefully you'll go through your whole life and that's how it's going to be. God willing. But the people who have experienced pain in relationships and you've been hurt or somebody cheated on you or somebody ghosted you or or they made you feel like you've been used. I'm talking about you. Right. <laughs> Especially so- if it happens over and over and over again. Chunks of you are being taken away every time you put yourself in those situations. And the caveat here is you may not know that it's going to happen later on in time. It may feel like the right thing. But like I said, y'all have that internal alarm system that y'all ignore because of love. Right. Because it feels good. It's pretty spot on for the most. And even if, let's say your intuition may not be factually correct, you're still in a relationship that you don't feel good in. who's winning (laughs) so look for anybody if you know of a billy or a Susie, put in the comments and if you were really feeling yourself put their real name no i'm joking (laughs) and a a Susie character and, and, and or a billy character is is prime candidate for a narcissist to come in and swoop in Oh, they love it. It literally is like, oh, you know, this this year, just looking at because I I consume like ridiculous amounts of information. And and this year, I don't know why, but it seems like maybe between last year and this year and, and just being in the coaching space, it's so, so many women that have or are dealing with narcissists. That it's like it, it it's literally like every other person. And they're like, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, really? Like that's like <laughs> it's amazing the amount of women, especially black women, because you know, I love y'all, but it's a lot of people out there that's dealing with these controlling, gaslighting, making you feel crazy about what you what you saying in 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 Excuse uh, me. I now know. I will say that you know how I feel. I've dated a narcissist. Trigger warning. Trigger, yeah, trigger everyone. Trigger warning. <laughs> this by no means is giving the narcissist a, a pass, but they are freaking good. And if right here you didn't process 
as BB said, to uh, to heal from prior relationships. It truly is like a magnet, and they are freaking good. Uh, they're good. And Billy, <laughs> Billy, even when he's on his run, Billy may not be a full blown narcissist, but he has narcissist tendencies. It's all about control. Right. I gotta hurt you before you hurt me. That's Billy's motto. It's like a game of a relationship war, emotional yeah. war. It's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. It's dangerous. And a really good Susie that's been out there playing the field, she can hurt Billy. <laughs> Billy, Billy ain't got Billy. She can if you if if there's a Susie out there that got Billy's number, she can hurt Billy and make him even into a bigger monster. If it's even possible. BB, I'm gonna get to your question in a minute, but I have a question for you, Derek. What does it look like with Susie with um lack of boundaries? A Susie with a lack of boundaries. Yeah. She's gonna she's going to put herself in a lot of situations where she's gonna re-hurt herself over and over and over again. She she's not gonna um she may know how to 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 put those boundaries there. And that's that's a self-destructive thing for her too. Like she's gonna be damaged goods for a long time. She's not gonna be ready to be in a relationship, but she's gonna put herself in them. She's gonna put herself in situationships because she needs to feel away. She doesn't understand how to have boundaries so that she can kind of maneuver. She's not, she's always gonna be in that place. In wow. her head. And I need you to get to that that um when you can get to that question. Cause yeah, I guess I'm gonna say it right now. So VB said, can a this, oh, this is a good question. Can a mm-hmm. Billy be a result of merely male ego or some sort of negative or sexist influence? Okay, so here's the answer to that question. Very good question, by the way. That is. So you gotta think about you gotta think about society. You gotta think about how men are raised. I talk about this all the time, even though I got I catch flack for it because it, it you're giving them excuses. You have to understand that. A lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us are trained to be Billy from when we're a kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we get kudos for that. So, yes, it is male ego. Um, now, you have to ask yourself, where does that come from? Right? Because I always tell you there's a there's an origin story, right? So if my uncle trains me to be a misogynist, a sexist, ego, don't really care about women's whatever. Where did the uncle get it from? Somebody got trained by a Billy somewhere along the line, right? Mm -hmm. And Billy is the ultimate misogynist. Billy is the ultimate don't give a damn about women's rights. We can go back in history. It still comes from the same place. There's a reason why you don't want women to be empowered because you're afraid that if you do, you may not be as powerful. Billy needs control. That's his whole thing. So it's still, so society says, man, be strong. Man, don't show emotion. Man, get as many women as possible. That's how we're trained. So when you get this guy who does the behavior, does it come from male ego? Does it come from a sexist influence? Absolutely. That influence was another Billy. Right. And you know, it's funny when you have your mind shift, 
now I can go back and I see the, the ones that are have been Billy's really scared, insecure little boys. Yeah. So VB said, um, does Oh, I see. What does that mean? Oh, I S E E. She just put the abbreviation. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I got, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it, and she's saying, so Billy can create more Billy's too. Absolutely. Because you got to think about it. If I am okay with my behavior, then I'm going to tell my son how to do it too. Y'all know that double standard. Little, the little teenage boy, he can screw all these women, but the little girl, the daughter, he gonna be like, nah, you can't go out on a date until you're 21. That's how, <laughs> that's how, unfortunately, that's how it is. And so you, you always talk about these men and they like, yeah, my uncles told me this is how the game is played and all. We're groomed this way. It sucks <laughs> because yeah. it's self-destructive behavior. By the time I become a good guy, I've already done, did the Billy thing with two, three, five, 20 chicks and where don't give a damn because that's how I'm trained. And then like then I'm like, oh, I'm 30 now. I need to settle. Oh, I'm 40. I need to settle down now. You didn't already created a whole tornado path worth of Susie's <laughs> in your lifetime <laughs> with pieces that need to be picked up by other men. Catch this. The good the William guy got to come and pick your pieces up. Not Billy, William, the good guy. He's got to come pick up your pieces and hopefully try to make her into something that where she can feel good about herself. I need y'all. I need you, cat. <laughs> I caught it. William has to do the cleanup for Billy. <laughs> hey, VB, and we are from the same hometown. I'll let you know who my Billy was in the past. You know him too. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm saying this exactly. Dude. She exactly. says, exactly. And we see this, we Susie. see this every day. You see these little, I'm not even going, you know, I love Derek, love the kids. Y'all see these little kids and y'all be like, yep, her mama, that, yep. <laughs> she it's got that sad. from her mom. It's scary and it's sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it and really then, is. and then this is the thing with all of these, you know, because all of y'all are good women, right? The good women will say, well, this is my, list of what I want in a man. And then you meet a man who's been damaged by Susie and you're like, I, mm-hmm. I can't even deal with this dude. He don't even know how to deal with himself. It's so sad. Catch that. And it may not even be an evil person. He just has all of this trauma and conflict in him that he don't even know how to treat you the way he's supposed to treat you. And now y'all both on a collision course. And these people tend to trauma bond with each other with that dysfunction. And then they have kids. (laughs) So think about this. If people with issues and trauma don't know how to communicate effectively, they have dysfunctional relationships, they have kids that see this, they get divorced. They have domestic violence. They don't know how to be together. They have kids. 
And then you have a generation of kids that don't even want to be married. They don't want to be in relationships. They just want to chill and they don't even want to know what it looks like because we destroyed that for them. Right. <laughs> that will be another show. <laughs> that will be another show. I want you back for that. We'll talk about that offline. I have a question for you. When Susie does open up, what does that look like? It's it's a lot of times in my experience, it it, it doesn't always look the way we think it does, right? So, like, let's say Susie has gets to a point where she decides to try to heal. That doesn't mean she's on I'm ready to date status. Most of the time, the way that y'all internalize pain, it's 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 a li- it goes a little deeper because y'all are a little more free with your emotions than we are. We still experience it too, but it goes a little deeper. So when you come out of it and you try to heal, we can want to think that that woman is, oh, I'm ready to date again. I, I kind of know who Billy is. So when somebody comes my way, I have like my my tools in order for me to. But what it really looks like in real life is, it sounds like this. I'm done with dating, man. I'm 40. Yeah. I'm just not even going to deal with these dudes. Like they all just, I can't even do it. So I'm just going to be by myself. I'm going to live my best life. I'm going to go ahead and meditate and do what I need to do. I'm going to go to the gym and I got a good job anyway. So I'm cool. If somebody come along relationship, nah, companion, I'll go ahead and do that because it's not really a full blown. I'm going to just go ahead and now granted, there are people out here that have partnerships and they've been together for 40 years. I'm saying by and large, that's not every day. Right. Most of the time you have women that just totally just like, I'm good. After a certain age, they like, so what's the what's the odds of me finding Mr. Right now after I done dealt with 30 billies? There's no way the next one could be William. That's impossible. The statistics don't bear out. But what people don't realize is the statistics are only based on your experience. And maybe a couple of your girlfriends because y'all live in the same city or y'all may. It's the same. <laughs> you again, I say as an engineer, the sample size is too small. You cannot say that because you haven't even left your town. Right. And you know what? This is where I come in. I love this. When people, and I've been there, trust me. But when people have that thought process, that's where it comes with that um, that thought pattern of lack and not of abundance. So if you already come to the table with the spirit of lack, you're never going to find anyone because you've already put those negative affirmations out there. Oh, there's no good men. Um, Like everything you just said. Well, you know what? You put that in the universe. So there it is. It will tell you what that what's true. There are no perfect men. That's a true statement. But every day, as sure as rain is wet, I'm going to show you a guy that's coming home every day. He's taking care of his kids. He's doing what he's got to do. It's not going to look like a YouTube couple, but they rocking together. That happens. It, it really happens. It may not happen have happened to you yet, but you also have to look at where your what your what are your thoughts saying? What are your words saying when you're hanging out with your girls? Man, whatever. I ain't dealing with. Please, he cute, but nah, I'm good. You you're you're manifesting. You're manifesting, Billy. 
Absolutely. So you know what? I encourage anyone. Oh, this kind of goes back to um attachment styles, yes? Yep. Whoa. It all plays a part. VVB going through through whatever she going through right now. She could probably tell you that too. All of this stuff, like I learned this later on in life. Like all of these things that you learn, like clinically, like the definitions of all this stuff. Like even something like you talking about attachment styles and all this kind of stuff, and even a dude that did the whole love languages thing. Who has these discussions in real life? Like we don't. But if you did, your perspective and your thinking. And how you deal with each other changes like a 180. But we don't do it. That's why you have people like me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I encourage everyone, please, there's a test. I forgot the name of it where you can take it and it shows your, your uh, attachment style. Mm -hmm. And just to let you know, you're not, say you score, no one's 100%. Whether yeah. it's avoiding or secure, ultimately you want to stay in the secure block. But I know when I took that test, I when I say everything came crystal clear on my dating history. And again, this plays into what I've been talking about with the parents gifting it to the kids and all of that. Yes. The attachment styles a lot of times come from your childhood. Like when I made the assessment of my behavior and I looked at how I was raised, I had two great parents, not the most emotional people, but they were there. So I could say I had two parents, but guess what I turned into an emotionally needy adult because I'm chasing after something that I felt like I was missing, not their fault. Maybe they didn't, but for me, I over. And so Now, when I'm looking at these 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 three Susies that destroyed me, I'm looking at them and they're looking at me like this dude's probably a little too clingy for me. I need me a I need me a super alpha. Why is he hugging me so much? Some other women may love that, but I found the ones that didn't like it. And they was like, <laughs> but instead of leaving a the relationship, they, they went ahead and found whatever they was looking for. So I'm processing all of this like. I'm trying to figure out why I am the way I am, and I'm like, wait. I never got this, so I'm chasing it. It's yeah. <laughs> Isn't that something? I'm, I'm telling you, you know what? I'm going to put a link to that test. I swear to God, you all, it, I'm telling you, you will get it. The, the message so crystal clear. And then going forward, you will know how to navigate. Uh, at least you, you will know. So if you run into that Billy or Susie, <clears throat> you already had the blueprint. I always tell everybody that that test is the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. Once you figure that out, man, it, it's, it's once you figure that out. And then like you, if you end up dating someone or being in a relationship, it should be paramount to either a go to some kind of couples counseling so that you can get tools. B you got to really sit down and figure out how y'all fit in communication style And how you deal with it, like early, because <clears throat> and not over the trauma bond, and yeah. not over the trauma bond, and not on the trauma bond. No, <laughs> we're talking about two two people that are ready. <laughs> you got to have that conversation because even though you've healed, healing doesn't mean you forget. So some of that stuff does have the tendency to resurface. 
But when you have tools, you can say, okay, I know what that is. Emotional intelligence. If you see me act like this, it's I'm sorry, but this is. And now he knows he's informed because he loves you. Right. And then he can say, well, when I leave the room, it's not because I don't want to talk. I just need time to process. And then you say, okay, I respect that. But when you come back, when you get it in. (laughs) Right. And you know what? It, It really is comes down to emotional maturity and having grown folk communication styles and not that we're walking around in our 40s and 50s but our mind is of a 15 or a 20 year old emotionally yeah gotta work on it yeah. so we're, gonna we, we're all grown little girls and grown little boys yeah. trying to figure it out with no growth <laughs> just a bunch of pain and trauma in the wake and then we want to be somebody wife or husband we're not ready or mother <laughs> Or mother, or, or mother, mother or father. Yeah, it, it it's it goes real deep, but I don't want this to sound like a horror story. You can, and I and I can't say everybody can can find what they want, but the only way for you to find what you want is to know what you want, is to know who you are, is to is to spend time with yourself to know yourself. A lot of people don't do that. They want to jump and do that. Hit me up. I'll help you all find heal. You have to heal before you can. It took me. It took me most of my life to figure out that I needed to really do some self-reflection. And I really need to figure out why I was doing some of the stuff I was doing, because even Billy knows it's wrong. It's almost like an outer body experience, right? Because Billy used to be William. He's not totally gone. But when William turns into Billy and he's doing the behavior, he knows it's wrong. Goddamn but you, Billy. But, but at some point, hopefully, because like I said, there's some dudes that's 80 that's still Billy. So I can't say there's a point where it stops. But there's a, there's a point where you have to look at it and say, what am I doing? Because you Because Billy has had to sit through tears. Billy has had to sit through screaming and crying and and, and frustration and anger. And he had to sit back and watch that and walk away and act like it didn't affect him at all. Wow. It's a lot. It we, is like dudes who dudes who do this. And, and I'm not passing judgment because I, I was one of them. I'm not going to lie. You let, you know, when you have crushed someone and you have to walk away and, 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 and not care. And then you don't go home and say, damn, I messed up. You go do it to someone else. Well, that's you. I I will say this. I'm going to judge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that that destructive pattern is horrible. And that is a certain kind of monster that can continuously do that. And especially being in in your 80s, still doing it, 60s. That's a turn. And, And the caveat is this. It sucks to grow up in a society, in a culture where this behavior is praised because it's t- like, and that I'm, 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 I'm not excusing behavior, but I'm humanizing it. Okay. There's a difference. Imagine a little boy who grows up his whole life being taught to be Billy and it's cool. And then now as an adult, we have to call him evil because his behavior is evil. 
but he didn't. And and women could say, well, all these men are like this. You're right, because not all, but I'm just saying a lot of men are like this because we come from the same training manual. Even if my parents and my uncles never taught me when I go to school, there's other boys there that's been trained by Billy's. So they're like, hey, we cool. What's up, man? You know, we connect. We on the same basketball team. We in the same class, whatever. Woo woo. So how many numbers you getting when we go to the mall today? How many would you, how many you got? Did you get that? Did you, okay, you did you, but what about her friend? Did you have both of them together? Like, what do we do? Like, how do we, oh, you ain't get that? And then you got to make sure that you do that so that you can get the, because you need that. Mm. And then that guy ends up being 30 years old and he's like, well, I didn't had a couple of relationships and I cheated and I'm just trying to figure it out. He's still in the club. He's still trying to get numbers. It's the same behavior. How many times you seen a dude in the club at the bar and then he got like four or five numbers. He did the same thing when he was 16. Exactly. And you know what, VB, this is exactly what, what Derek is saying. Many 30 and 40 year old men are emotionally stuck at the point of their trauma, whether if it's 10 years old, 15, she nailed it right there. Cause you think about it, you can be in your mid fifties and you're still doing the same thing as what you were doing in high school or when you were walking around in the mall. And that's why when that behavior becomes such a habit, sometimes you got to go to somebody that's outside of your head in order for you to understand, figure out what it is. And that's why we always champion therapy and coaching and counseling and all this other stuff because we don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. I've seen, I've seen a lot of things, but I don't have it all. And if I don't, I'm honest about that. Right. I don't, I can tell you a lot of stuff that because of, because of my brain, the samples that I've taken, it comes from everywhere. It's not just like my, I look at everything with the, like I'm the, my, even right now I'm looking at VBs. Like this is, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to give you like 30 seconds of how my brain works. When I'm looking at people, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, um, VB says she take a referral. <laughs> she take a referral. I know that's right. That's, that's what you got to do though. Shameless plug. That's right. Lori. I'm looking at, the way that I make my assessments, it's not just what you tell me. I'm looking at you smiling and laughing and, and the things that make you step back and be like, mm, I, I am judging. I'm looking at all of the triggers that you have. I'm looking at VB's questions and I'm making assessments of those questions at the same time that I'm talking to the camera. And y'all don't even realize, like my brain is doing, it's, it's sick. It's like Rain Man almost. And I don't yeah. even know what- well, I Y'all know where it comes from. The stars sparking off the top of his head. <laughs> so, so, and, and I know we're we're at time probably at yeah. this point, but but yeah, it. I mean that's the gist of it. We just gotta, we really have to not only get to a point where we heal, but if you see your best friend that needs that, you need to be like, hey, because we let we let that behavior continue. Men especially, women do it too. Let's let's not talk. Y'all not innocent. But yeah. men, we see our boy doing this and we like, he'll be all right. Exactly. So look, we're going to wrap it up. But before we do, I want you to pick a number between one and three. Oh, here we go. Three. Good. I have six questions for you. And I have seven answers. Hey, okay. Here we go. Rapid fire question. 
in your billy days rank your billy level one to ten ten being the absolute freaking worst monster in one week barring any domestic violence or abuse i was probably a 12 oh hell no mm-hmm. okay here's another question fair why don't you rate your Susie hurt level one to ten how I was hurt by Susie? Yes. 50. <laughs> does 50. your brain does your brain hurt whenever you're under the hood so much with your your um engine, No, it doesn't. Your it, NASA it, engineer mind. So 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 this is what it is, right? Remember I told you the three the three um cheaters in a row, right? Yeah. At that point the reason why I am the way I am now is because of them as a coach, as a whatever I am, the assessments I make, because it was my job to make sure that no one else did that to me. So I had to learn how to see them coming, which means I had to learn behavior patterns and, and voice patterns and word choices. And I had to, I was sick with it. I needed to make sure that nobody can get close. Mm. So I made sure that I assess that behavior. But what happened as a matter of habit over time, over decades, I subconsciously started doing it with everything and everyone. And I don't even realize I'm doing it until I have to recall it. And it's like a computer. It's like, okay, I'm gonna pick this. Okay. I remember this from 1998. All right. That looks and feels like that. The behavior pattern is probably this, like this, (laughs) you want to talk about case study? I have hundreds of them. Okay, here's the next question. Who are your top three R&B artists? <clears throat> Lyrically, probably Neo. Um, Performance-wise, Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to throw in... I, eh, I'm going to just randomly throw in like a Jeffrey Osborne. Ooh, Okay. What are your top three R&B songs? Songs? Um, Give me one. Well, I'll, I'll, okay, so I would say top right now because my, my moods change all the time, but I would say Curious by Midnight Star because um, you see these all old, right? Um. And then all the heartache, right? So there's this group called, I think it's called, um, is it UNV? Something's going on. Is it UNV? Or I did. It's one of those groups from the 90s, but the lyric, I'm a lyrics dude. <clears throat> so it's hard. And, they, and notice the groups that I'm picking from the 90s aren't the main, like the super mainstream ones. Cause I look at the whole album, I dig all the way in, like I'm stupid with it. But anyway, you just told me one anyway. So we, okay. we passed that. So. Why don't you sing a hook from one of your favorite songs? Oh, that's not going. Uh, uh, you threw some bars out the last time you were on. I'm not hook. a singer, though. I'm going to sound like Kermit the Frog out here. You probably will. That. Give us a hook. Huh? Give us a hook. I'll give you the beat. Uh, uh, time is I running out. This. Can I pass? Okay. Because somebody's going to screen record this, and then it's going to live on the internet forever. It will. So we'll revisit that. Okay, here's the last question. Have you ever ran into a Susie? Your past Susie's? Have I ran? Yes. (laughs) I have. 
Did she talk to you? Several of them. <laughs> yes. Did she talk to you? Yeah. Did she? Because this out? is what happens. This is this is the this is the um, the narrative here. Most of the Susies have never healed, so when they see me again. They don't necessarily have the hatred. They remember how it felt when it was good. And they're like, so how have you been? It's never anger. Because, and this is what people need to understand about predatory behavior. The key to, this is like nugget number 369. The key to a predator getting what they want is they have to give you enough good times so that whenever you feel angry, you'll remember that and it will overshadow it, right? So when you see me again, yeah, you're going to be pissed off. But then you're going to, because you're still broken, you're thinking maybe one more time. Oh, yeah, I'm not that Susie. Oh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Because Kalicia Patrice said, do it, do it, do it. Talking about you singing the yeah, the that's hook. not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Ah, boo! I can't do it. I cannot. I cannot. I am <laughs> not going to ruin this microphone or y'all's ears tonight. So do this for me. Use your microphone and to tell everybody briefly about your your uh, current project going on with Relationship Gumbo. Before we so Relationship Gumbo um, has launched something today where it is a a full-blown social media platform that I run where you come in and you pay a nominal fee of $20 a month and you will get this coaching. Um, You'll get lives that are catered just for that group. So it gets even like you thought Susie and Billy was deep. I want to get under the hood of everything that y'all care about. Um, You get the coaching. You get Q&A sessions that have no barriers or no topics. You ask what you want. If it falls into something that goes really deep, then you're going to get referred to my hourly sessions. But while you're in that Q&A, you can ask little red flag questions. You can ask the the why this and why that. And it's an open forum. This is a gift that you don't normally get. So you're getting coaching, i.e. online course coaching catered to you. You're getting a Q&A session. You're getting 15% off of my merch. You're getting 20% off of my hourly rate. You're getting digital products. So all the little tips and tricks that I talk about with Billy, Susie, relationships, dating, you'll get a PDF that you can print out or pull up on your phone and you can go through the little list and be like, yep, that's me. Yep. I fit into that category from here, not from the internet, from my, the way that my delivery and all of this all um, catered to making sure that you hear it in a different way so that maybe something will click. And while you're in there, you can talk to each other we can network on some business stuff. You'll have a profile. You can DM each other. You can DM me. The, the, the Zoom comes up and I'm live, blah, blah, blah. So it's like a whole environment that I've cultivated for people to come in, have a safe space to share and get some healing going on. So it's a that community. just launched today. Huh? It's a community. Yeah. And that's on um, relationshipgumbo.info. If you go there, there's a link and it'll take you in and, and you get seven days free trial. So if you go in there, like, like I said earlier, if you go in there and you say, you know what? This healing is feeling amazing, but I just don't want to be here. That's on you. You can leave on day six if you want to, but I guarantee you when you come in, it's going to feel good and you're going to want to stay. 
I love it. And everyone, I will definitely put all that information in the show notes as well as on my uh, all my social media. And I will end on this, piggybacking on what Derek said about the healing process. If you choose to go that route, and one of my good friends just told me this yesterday, it's very, it's in your best interest to sit in it. It probably isn't going to feel good because you're going to, you're going to be confronted with some of the parts of your personality, your ego that you never wanted to face. And you use those coping mechanisms to um, cloud over it or becoming that Susie or Billy. But the best thing I can say is for you to just sit in it and mean it, sit in that healing, go through that journey. Because when you're on the other side of it, it's so much better. Your mental, emotional clarity is so much higher. Your emotional IQ skyrockets. And if you're looking for a meaningful relationship, that's a very good start. And uh, I'm excited to hear some of the success stories. You're looking at one. (laughs) That is true. That is true. It is true. And it feels so good. Do you need some tips? Hit me up. And uh, Sabrina, I will contact you after the show immediately. And I want you all to come back on Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. We're going to have Sarita Ibrahim, my therapist friend. We're going to talk about boundaries set for the holidays with toxic family members. We're not doing that this year. What time of day is that? It is Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cool. And then y'all can come back to my show at 8. And I have a guest coming on, too, on Wednesday. And the show is called... (laughs) Hold on, wait. It's called... (laughs) It's a funny name. That's why I'm laughing. It's called... um, um, That going to... Hold on one second. See, so you just make like a brain a brain thing. While um, you look that up, just to let everybody it's called, know, it's called "It Ain't Cool Being a Dysfunctional Jive Turkey This Close to Christmas." I mean, cl- this close to Thanksgiving. <laughs> it ain't cool being a dysfunctional jive turkey this close to Thanksgiving. It's the day before Thanksgiving, and we're gonna talk about dysfunctional behavior during the holidays. I know that's right. So see how that goes in. Look, y'all cannot go wrong this holiday season. Start. I'm starting it in the day, and Derek is ending it in the evening. We're going to go right through the holiday season. We're not having yeah. no toxicity. No. But just to let everybody know, Wednesday is the end of season one of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. You made it. I made it. I made it. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, you see this big grin. I didn't think my smile could get any bigger, but it's huge. I remember day one. Before you were actually before day one. <laughs> yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us. This was really fun. It's always a treat when Derek comes all the time. But I'm gonna go watch some football now. So you all have a good evening. <laughs> Oh, Joan, she said, congratulations. Thank you, Joan.
my heart feels warm and fuzzy. Love you, Joan. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. Thank you and I love you all. This for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunch it with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate. Sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti. Black girl magic. Melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog.